Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Today for the meditation of scriptures, let us open the Bible to Psalm 57. Psalm 57 is a psalm that is written by David in a time that he was fleeing away from Saul and he was hiding in the caves. After his deliverance from Gath, which is recorded in Psalm 56, David fled for protection to the caves of Adullam in 1 Samuel chapter 22 and later he would move on to a cave in Engedi. He was a man who was on the run from his enemy. But the bottom line is, it is better to be in the will of God inside a cave than out of his will inside the king's palace. The, the state of the heart of David is reflected in the way he tunes the psalm and he puts the tune to the psalm by calling it, Do Not Destroy. And the same kind of tune is used for other psalms as well where it describes his life as a fugitive or him running away from his enemies. Psalm 58, 59 and Psalm 75 all carry this kind of a phrase. And the psalm is overall written like a combination of an evening psalm and a morning psalm. Verses 1 to 5 is written in the form of an evening psalm where David talks about lying down. And verses 6 to 11 is written in the form of a morning psalm where he talks about his awakening in the presence of the Lord and awakening dawn. And we see that this is a typical life, typical day in the life of David. He was a man on the run and yet he definitely had the time and the inclination to pray to God and submit his, his worries before the presence of God and to praise God and to prepare, the, prepare himself for meeting the day that lies ahead. And the same pattern is there for each one of us. The Lord has set it as a pattern for us also to constantly rush to the presence of God in prayer. Whenever we are feeling that kind of an oppression, when we are feeling that kind of a need, whether it be emotional, physical or spiritual, and also to praise God and to prepare ourselves for, me, uh, for the activities of the day in the beginning of the day itself. Dearly beloved, if David received the grace of the Lord during his times of trouble. We shall also receive the grace of the Lord in the times of our trouble when we go to the Lord, when we trust in him, when we pray to him. And that is the assurance that the Lord wants us also to have. Verses 1 to 5 is written in the form of a prayer. And the overall theme that we see there in verses 1 to 5 is that of prayer. And what does David write here? He says, it's a heart cry to the Lord and it's like a faith affirmation. He cries out to the Lord and he says, Be merciful to me, O God. Be merciful to me, for in you my soul takes refuge. In the shadow of your wings I will take refuge till the storms of destruction pass by. Now David is a person who cried out to the Lord for mercy. He depended on the grace of the Lord to carry him through the various trials that were there in his life. And because he was praying to God and because he was praising him, what David ultimately found was the times of his trial, he had the presence of God to cover him and to protect him till all the storms that he was facing were completely passing by. The word that is mentioned there, in the shadow of your wings I take refuge, is very commonly used in the Bible, especially in the Psalms, where it refers to the presence of God coming to us as a protection. Sometimes David felt like he wanted the wings of a dove to fly away. In Psalm 55 verse 6 he says, I, want, I wish I had the wings like a dove, I could just fly away. But sometimes what God wants us to do is stay where you are. In the midst of the trial, in the midst of the difficulty that you may be facing, the wings of the Lord, the covering of the Lord shall come over you, shall overshadow you and it shall provide you the necessary grace and protection that you need 
at the spot of your trouble, at the spot of your trial. Dearly beloved, whatever be the difficult storms that we also may be facing in our life, all we need is the presence of the Lord. The secret place of the Most High God is where we can safely hide. It's where we can run to and we can find our refuge. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and they are hidden within. And we also can be hidden by the presence of the Lord. That is what the Lord promises to each one of us. Because He is a covenant-keeping God. Verse 3 says, He will send out His steadfast love and His faithfulness and He shall cover you. Even in the presence of the enemies, He shall protect you. Now, David was facing enemies in his life. Saul and his men were like panting animals who were pursuing their prey for the intention of destroying them. And David says, my soul is in the midst of lions and I lie down amidst fiery beasts. David's description of the enemy is something very touching. Because in our life also, sometimes we feel pursued by the various enemies that we may have. Human enemies as well as spiritual enemies. And it is a time that God wants us to run to him and find that sweet spot of refuge in him. David's God is the God Most High God. And our God is the God Most High God. He shall not be shaken. He shall not be moved. And the Lord says here in verse 2, I cry out to the Lord Most High, to God who fulfills his purpose for me. Whatever be the troubles that may be there in your life, we still believe in a covenant-keeping God, an unshakable God who shall fulfill his purpose concerning me. And that is the hope that we all have, dearly beloved. That is the hope that we all have. As a result of that, David was still able to sing praises to God. He was still able to pray to God. And he received that sleep as well. If you see in Psalms uh, 3 and 4, even when he was surrounded by enemies, David could well go to sleep and be hidden by the presence of God. And that is a promise that God is offering to each one of us today also. However be the difficult times that we may be going through, the Lord wants us to be secure in Him and to find that sweet hiding spot within Him. And it's not just a sudden prayer that David is making here. It had become a lifelong habit to him. I will pray to the Lord and I will make known my request to Him for He shall answer me. That is the overall attitude of this man of God. He finishes that section by uh, an exalted praise which we will come to. And then he moves on to the uh, verses 6 to 11 of the psalm. The overall mood of that part of the psalm is that of praise. And now he says, verse 6, They set a net for my steps, my soul was bowed down, they dug a pit in my way, but they have fallen into it themselves. At the point that he is about to start praising the Lord, David recollects the fact that he is still in the presence of his enemies. They are still trying to bring him down. They are laying a trap for him so that he can be trapped and he can be completely captured by them. However, the Lord is faithful. He says, David says, the pit that they had dug for me, they have fallen into it themselves. This is the pattern for all the evil people, my dear friends. They always make plans in order to trap the righteous. But the Lord's purpose shall always reign supreme and the evil ones are caught in the very same trap that they had built for them, uh, for, for their enemies. Dearly beloved, we trust in a God who is able to protect us and who is also able to deliver us. And he says, David says in verse 7, My heart is steadfast to God. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and I will make melody. David trusts God and he has good reason to sing and praise God because his heart is steadfast. What is a steadfast heart? It is a heart that is fixed on the promises of the Lord and it is not wavering between doubt and faith. 
the same words used to describe the constancy of the heavenly bodies if we can keep the time according to the heavenly bodies that means our heart also can remain steadfast and immovable in the presence of god because we are trusting in god and not in man who can be moved who can be shaken dearly beloved look at the attitude of this man of god in verse 8 he says awake my glory awake o harp and lyre i will awaken the dawn in the times that he was facing troubles david still had that morning altar set and he always used to make sure that he takes his instruments stringed instruments and he comes to the presence of god with a song of praise before the lord and that's why he says in verse 8 i will awaken the dawn meaning before the dawn has an opportunity to awaken me i am already up and praising the lord and i shall greet the dawn with a song of praise what a precious habit to develop in the presence of the lord i believe that the lord wants us to find his face and seek his face before we see the face of another man he wants us to hear his voice before we hear the voice of another man and i believe the lord wants us to cultivate that habit of that secret closet of prayer where we run to and we find that refuge each day for the word of god says his mercies are new every morning great is his faithfulness hallelujah and here he says i will give thanks to you o lord among the peoples i will sing praises to you among the nations for your steadfast love is great to the heavens and your faithfulness is up to the clouds he says here your faithfulness is filling the heavens and the earth they are great and immeasurable and much more than what i can fathom and i want to give thanks to you o god among in the presence of all the people who are surrounding me i want to sing praises to you among the nations he was a man who recognized that israel was meant to be a light to the gentiles and he wanted to demonstrate through his life to the rest of the nations that were around him what a blessing what a great blessing and a privilege it is to know and serve the one true living god and that mission is something that the lord wants all of us to understand and to take up because he has called us also to bear that light unto the nations unto the other people to show them how blessed it is to know the lord to love him and to be loved by him dearly beloved there is plenty of mercy that is available for each one of us and there is plenty of mercy and grace that is available for all the people who are out there in the world so let us demonstrate through the christian love let us demonstrate through the christian life what it means to love the lord and to be known of him and another thing before i close this time i want to spend a couple of moments on the way david closes both the sections of the psalm in verse 5 and in verse 11 he repeats the same phrase be exalted o god above the heavens let your glory be over all the earth now david's attitude here is if we are praying and trusting and praising the lord we should have no problem that is exalting that we are exalting more than his name in everything that we are facing the lord is going to be exalted not the problem not the enemy not ourselves it is the lord who is going to be exalted o god above the heavens that is what the attitude of david was and because he had that attitude he knew, knew that ultimately all things will work together all things will work together for the good of those who are loving god those who are called according to his purpose he recognized that even if it means hiding in a cave even there the lord can very much be glorified and magnified and also 
for us when we live our lives here on this earth in the very same attitude where every action that we do, every thought that we do brings glory to God. That is the kingdom life that we are called to live. That is the life that is attuned to the will of God. That is the life that ultimately brings glory to God. And that is the fruitful life that the Lord wants us to enter into. So let us boldly come before the throne of grace to receive the grace and mercy that we need right now. Let us bring our supplications and prayers before Him. Let us praise Him openly and vibrantly. And let us receive that great salvation that He has kept for each one of us. May the Lord help us through the meditation of these scriptures.